Song Saraswati in the Maha. Namaste. Namaste, everyone. Uh, uh, a Brahmin, a teacher, an Acharya, and a Deva all have to have a red spot. Otherwise, Shani could look at them and funny. And you know what happens when Shani looks funny? Uh, you got trouble in River City. <laughs> So tonight on page 413, um, uh, uh, we have just completed the thousand names of Shiva. And now we can do any other mantras that we choose to do in this Sankalpa. Whatever mantras are appropriate for this Sankalpa, we can do. At the end of which, we will do Om Namah Shivaya Swaha. And Oh, I bow to the consciousness of infinite goodness. I am one with God. And now we're going to do the sacrificial fire offerings to the excellent circle of all the gods and the goddesses, the entourage of, the, of Lord Shiva. Actually, the, the entourage of all divine beings. Sarva Bhadrata. All the excellent gods and goddesses and rishis and munis who come in the entourage of the divine being. So, oh, we bow to creative consciousness in the center, I am one with God. We bow to the Lord of devotion in the north, I am one with God. We bow to the ruler of all in the northeast, Ishana in the Ishan Kon, I am one with God. We bow to the rule of pure, I am one with God. We bow to the divine fire, I am one with God. We bow to the supreme controller, I am one with God. We bow to the destroyer, I am one with God. We bow to the Lord of equilibrium, I am one with God. We bow to the Lord of liberation, I am one with God. We bow to the eight lords of beneficence, I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the eleven relievers from sufferings, I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the twelve sons of the light, I am one with God. Those are the Odityas or Adityas. Uh, oh, we bow to the two horses of pure desire, I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the ancestors along with the shining ones of the universe, I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the energy which brings the good and bad of wealth, I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the family of eight snakes, Ashtakula Nagavyo Namaha, the family of the eight snakes, their various forms of energy, I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the celestial musicians and heavenly maidens. I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the God of war. I am one with God. And Skanda is not only the God of war, but he is the Saint Apati of the Devas. He is the commanding general of the armies of the gods. He is not only the God of war, but he's the God of the inner war, the war that I fight to maintain my purity. Oh, we bow to the bull of discipline, the conveyance of Shiva Nandi. I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the spear of concentration. I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the great time. I am one with God. Oh, we bow to ability and the seven other qualities. I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the reliever of difficulties. I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the all-pervading consciousness, I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the ancestors, I am one with God. Oh, we bow to the spirit of deadly diseases, I am one with God. Please leave me alone. 
Only by the Lord of the multitudes I am one with God. Only by the acts of sacrifice I am one with God. Only by the shining ones I am one with God. Only by the earth I am one with God. Only by the Gangi, Ganga and other rivers, I am one with God. Only by the seven seas, I am one with God. Only by to Mount Meru, I am one with God. Only by the club, I am one with God. And only by the trident, I am one with God. Only by the thunderbolt, I am one with God. Only by the energy, I am one with God. So you've got the club of the articulation of mantras, the trident, which is the jushul, uh, the unity of all the threes in every circumstance. You've got the thunderbolt of illumination. You've got the energy with which to proceed. Only by the staff of discipline, I am one with God. Only by the sword of wisdom, I am one with God. Only by the net of unity, I am one with God. Only by the goad, the prod, uh, the omkush, which keeps pushing us towards the goal, that motivation, that continuous uh, uh, motivation that keeps us focused on the goal. Only out of the Rishi Gotamuni Maharaj Ki Jai, I am one with God. Only out of the Rishi Bharadwaj, I am one with God. Only out of the Rishi Vishwamitra, the friend of the universe, I am one with God. Only out of the Rishi Kashyap, who shines like the, a thousand suns, I am one with God. Only by the Rishi Jamadogni, I am one with God. Only by the Rishi Borshishta, I am one with God. Only by the Rishi Atreya, I am one with God. Only by the Devi Orundati, the wife of Borshishta, the example of purity, I am one with God. Only by the Aindri, the energy of the rule of the pure, I am one with God. Only by the Gumari, I am one with God. She's the energy of the rule of the pure, or the energy of the ever pure one. I am one with God. Only about the Brahmi, the energy of creative consciousness, I am one with God. Only about the Brahahi, the energy of the boar of sacrifice, I am one with God. Only about the Chamunda, the conqueror of passion and meanness, I am one with God. Only by the Vaishnavi, the energy of the all-pervading consciousness, I am one with God. Only by the Maheshwari, the energy of the Supreme Sovereign, I am one with God. Only by the Vainaki, the energy of excellent conduct, I am one with God. Now to the auspicious of all auspiciousness, to the good, to the accomplisher of all objectives, to the source of refuge, to the mother of the three worlds, Triambake Gauri, to the goddess who is rays of light, exposer of consciousness, Narayani Namo Astute, we bow to you, I am you are the eternal energy of creation, preservation, and destruction. In all existence, that upon which all qualities depend, that which limits all qualities, exposer of consciousness, we bow to you. Oh, for those who are devoted to you and take refuge in you, you save from all discomfort and unhappiness. Oh, worry you take away, oh goddess, exposer of consciousness. We bow to you. I am one with God. And now we're going to make Purnahuti the full and complete the final oblation. 
the final offering. Oh, thus the full and complete intelligence of the life, life force, the cause of dharma, the way of truth to perfection has been given. Waking consciousness, dreaming or thinking consciousness and consciousness in dreamless sleep intuitive consciousness on the gross body the subtle body and the causal body in which all thoughts are situated all speech has been offered with folded hands raised in respect with bow while bowing to the lotus feet that activity that union that memory all of that has been offered to the supreme divinity i am one with god all of me and all that belongs to me entirely. Without equivocation, without exception, without demur. I surrender to the feet of the respected Chandika, the chi who tears apart thought. Om Tat Sat Om, the infinite Tat That Sat Truth. And now Om, the Supreme Divinity, makes the offering. The Supreme Divinity is the offering offered by the Supreme Divinity in the fire of the Supreme Divinity. By seeing the Supreme Divinity in all actions, one realizes that Supreme Divinity. Om, that is whole and perfect. This is whole and perfect. From the whole and perfect, the whole and perfect becomes manifest. If the whole and perfect issue forth from the whole and perfect, even still, only the whole and perfect will remain. If you have zero and you subtract zero, you still have zero and zero will remain. Whole, purn. Whole, full, perfect, complete. Shamashya. Vivi Sarjan Mudra and Mumafkiji. Please forgive me. Pick up that prana and put it back into your heart. Excuse me. Om, three lifetimes filled with pieces, the blessing of Jamadagni, literally he who gives birth to fire. From the Muni Kashyap, three lifetimes filled with peace. From all the gods, three lifetimes filled with peace. So let that be unto you. Evamastu, Tatevastu, Tatastu. Let that be unto you. Three lifetimes filled with peace. That's Twelve lifetimes filled with peace for every grain that went into the fire. And with that, we put the tilak. That's the blessing. Now we're going to have an RT and we'll dance in celebration of Lord Shiva. Victory to Shiva, the consciousness of infinite goodness in the form of Om. Victory to Shiva, let's say victory to Shiva, the consciousness in the, of infinite goodness in the form of Om. Creative consciousness, preserving consciousness, and always the consciousness of in, continuous transformation, as well as the consciousness of infinite goodness. Oh, he who with only his part supports all living beings, one quarter of him is manifest.
you can see, and three quarters is beyond manifestation. You can't even begin to measure the, the limits of infinity. Oh, he who takes away, he who takes away, the great God. He shows him face with what? Self with one face, with four faces, and with five faces as well, O Shiva, with five faces as well. So he's Vishnu with one face, he's Brahma with four faces, he's Shiva with five faces as well. Oh, Shiva with five faces as well, sitting upon a swan like Brahma, sitting upon the king of birds, like Garuda, like Vishnu, a golden eagle, sitting upon a bull. Om, he who takes away, Om, he who takes away, he who takes away the great God. With two arms and with four arms and with ten arms as well, O Shiva. He's got two arms as Brahma. He's got four arms as Vishnu. He's got ten arms as Shiva. Om Shiva with ten arms as well. These three forms revolve. These three forms revolve in the ignorance of the inhabitants of the three worlds. We think they're different. We see them as Brahma, Vishnu, and Maheshwar. We don't see them as God. Oh, he who takes away, he who takes away, he who takes away the great God. With a garland of letter, Akshar Mala, that's Brahma. With a garland of forest flowers, that's Vishnu. With a garland of skulls as well, that's Siva. Oh, Shiva with a garland of skulls as well. He's taken all of our impure thoughts. He's taken all our negativities and made a mala. But see, they're all with me. You've got nothing to worry about. With the scent of sandal, with the scent of musk, with the scent of spirituous liquor as well. Truly, you are the cause of purification. Oh, he who takes away, he who takes away, he who takes away the great God. So he smells like sandal paste as Brahma. He smells like musk as Vishnu. He smells like booze as Shiva. Oh, he who takes away, he who takes away, he who takes away the great God. With a white colored cloth, that's Brahma, with a yellow colored cloth, and Vishnu with a tiger skin apparel as well, that's Shiva, oh Shiva with a tiger skin apparel as well, with an army as lord of the armies, with an army as lord of the armies, and accompanied by an army of ghosts and goblins as well, that's us, he who takes away, he who takes away, he who takes away the great God. In his hands he holds a water pot, that's Brahma, and a discus, that's Vishnu, and a trishul, a trident as well, that's Shiva, oh Shiva, a discus and a trident as well. He makes the perceivable universe, that's Brahma, he takes away the perceivable universe, that's Shiva, and he protects the perceivable universe as well, that's Vishnu, the protector, Om, he who takes away, he who takes away, he who takes away the great God. In other words, there's only one great God, and he is the creator, the protector, and the transformer. He's got the attributes of Brahma, Vishnu, Maheshwar. There's only one God in the universe. And everybody who calls him anything other than Shiva is right. He can be called by any name at all. He can be called Brahma, he can be called Vishnu, he can be called Shiva. Everybody's right, there's no contest. Om creative consciousness, that's Brahma. Preserving consciousness, that Vishnu, and always the consciousness of continuous transformation, as well as the consciousness of infinite goodness, 
That's Shiva. To those people without discrimination, they appear to be separate. But within the holy syllable Om, within the holy syllable Om, the three are actually one Om. He who takes away, he who takes away, he who takes away, the great God. Whatever man or woman will sing this praise of the master of the three qualities, the three gunas, O Shiva, whatever man or woman will sing, make him or her a master or mistress of the bliss of infinite consciousness, make him a master of the bliss of infinite consciousness, certainly that will be the fruit he receives. Om, he who takes away, he who takes away, he who takes away the great God. Victory to Shiva, the consciousness of infinite goodness in the form of Om. Let's say victory to Shiva, the consciousness of infinite goodness in the form of Om. Creative consciousness, preserving consciousness, and always the consciousness of continuous transformation, as well as the consciousness of infinite goodness. Oh, with only his part supports all living beings. Om, he who takes away, he who takes away, om, he who takes away the great God. And now let's bow down. Let's bow down to the auspicious of all auspiciousness. To the good, to the accomplisher of all objectives. If you've achieved your goal, she did it to the source of refuge, to the mother of the three worlds, to the goddess who is rays of light, Narai, and the exposer of consciousness, we bow down to you. You are the eternal energy of creation, preservation, and destruction in all existence, that upon which all qualities depend, that which limits all qualities, exposer of consciousness, we bow to you. For those who are devoted to you and take refuge in you, you save from all discomfort and unhappiness. One caveat, you have to be devoted and take refuge. <laughs> and if you are devoted and take refuge, she will save from all discomfort and unhappiness. All worry you take away if you are devoted and if you take refuge and she takes away all worry because our sole contemplation is her. We can't think about worries. Oh goddess, exposer of consciousness, we bow down to you. The reliever of difficulties, exposer of goodness, cause of peace, infinite consciousness, beloved by knowers of consciousness, all the inhabitants of all the worlds always bow to her. So who am I to say no? And I am bowing to goodness herself, welfare, radiant beauty, completely pure, without limitations, the ultimate limitation, the Lord of the universe, the mother of the universe, to you, Chandi, to the energy which tears apart thought, I bow in submission. 
composed of all the gods. Remember in chapter 2 of the Chandipa, we all those divine beings put forth our lights, all the lights united into one light, and that light became a radiant light of radiant splendor and took on a female form with a yellow sari and a red border, composed of all the gods, removing all sickness and fear. Brahma, Vishnu, Maheshwar, bow down to her, and I do too. I always bow down to the energy of infinite goodness. The dwelling place of knowledge and humility, because the true satya vidya binoy bhavanti, the true knowledge confers humility. The dwelling place of knowledge, residing in knowledge, resident in the place of divine illumination, the cause of union, the knower of union, to the energy which tears apart thought, constantly we bow. We bow with every action. We bow with every thought. The mother of the Supreme Consciousness, the goddess who is the Supreme Consciousness, beloved by the Supreme Consciousness, we always bow to Durga, the reliever of difficulties, who takes aspirants across the difficult sea of objects and their relationships. Om, the great God, the great reliever, the great yogi, O Supreme Lord, O God who removes all sin, Sarva Papharam Deva, the God who takes away all the pop, all the sin, in the form of the letter Ma, Makara, which dissolves creation. Remember, awe is creation, U is preservation, Ma is dissolution, in the form of the letter Ma. We bow to you again and again. Oh, I bow to the consciousness of infinite goodness, to peace, to the cause of the three worlds. I offer to you the fullness of my soul, O oh, Supreme Lord. You alone are mother and father. You alone are friend and relative. You alone are knowledge and wealth. Oh, my God of gods, you alone are everything. Body, speech, mind, the five organs of knowledge, that's the five senses, eyes, ears, nose, mouth, touch, uh, sun, uh, 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 tongue, and skin. The five senses and the intellect, these nine are the natural condition of human existence in their highest evolution. I move beyond them all as I surrender completely to the Supreme Consciousness. Oh, my ems of sin, confusion, and duality. My actions are of duality. This entire existence is of duality. Oh, Savior and Protector, oh, great consciousness, take away all sin, confusion, and duality. Oh, I know nothing of mantras. I do not perform good conduct. I have no devotion. Oh, Supreme Goddess, but, oh my God, please accept the worship that I offer. Even though it's faulty, even though it's deficient, you can accept it anyway. You alone are the perceivable supreme divinity. You alone are the supreme, a perceivable, a perceivable supreme divinity. So I shall declare... 
I shall speak the nectar of immortality. I shall speak truth. May this body be your instrument. O oh Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. May this mouth be your instrument. May I say something intelligent. May the divine always be with us. May it be thus. Oh, may the Lord protect us. May the Lord grant us enjoyment of all actions. May we, we be granted strength to work together. May our studies be thorough and faithful. May all disagreements cease. Om, from untruth lead us to truth. From darkness lead us to the light. From death lead us to immortality. Oh, may all be blessed with the highest realization. May all be blessed with peace. May all be blessed with perfection. May all be blessed with welfare. May all be blessed with comfort and happiness. May all be free from misery. May all perceive auspiciousness. May all be free from infirmities. Om the Guru is Brahma. The Guru is Vishnu. The Guru is the Lord Maheshwara. The Guru is actually the Supreme Divinity and therefore we bow down to the Guru. Om, the Supreme Divinity makes the offering. The Supreme Divinity is the offering uh, offered by the Supreme Divinity in the fire of the Supreme Divinity. The, by seeing the Supreme Divinity everywhere, in all actions, one realizes the Supreme Divinity. Om, that is whole and perfect. This is whole and perfect. From the whole and perfect, the whole and perfect becomes manifest. If the whole and perfect issue forth from the whole and perfect, even still, only the whole and perfect will remain. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace. Om Sam Saraswati Namaha. Uh, namaste. Well, let's pause here tonight and see if there are any questions. And then in our next session, we'll begin the appendix. Uh, I can take you, uh, take out my appendix and show them to you. Uh, there are a number of hymns and songs that uh, apply to Shiva, and they are all very beautiful. Let's see, are there any questions? We have a question from Swarupananda in Seattle. Namaste, Swarupananda. Namaste. What is the difference between the mind and the ego? Wow. <laughs> ego is the sense of I, the difference. I am different or separated or distinguished as being me. And mind is what do I see? What do I think? What do I want? What desires do I have? So, e ego is the sense of I. Cogito ergo sum. I think, therefore, I am. And mind is what bears to me. It expresses me. It extends me. So, ego is like the mirror. And mind is like the reflection. The ego says, I. 
That's consciousness. Now, as soon as it says, I am something, with an adjective behind it, then it's a mind. <laughs> it's a thought. It's an expression of a quality of I. But so long as I only sees, I is illumination. As soon as I classifies or defines or qualifies, then it becomes an expression of mind. And it's limited by the mind. We no longer see the mirror, we only see the reflection. We no longer see the screen, we only see the moving pictures. So, ego is I. And mind is, what am I? Just another thought. Mind is always changing. I am always the same. Swarupananda, I was here when I was a little baby. I was here when I was a young boy. I was here as a teenager. And now as a senior citizen, I'm still here, doggone it. But my mind changed. I didn't change. That sense of I am different, that identification. I am. Now, all the qualities and characteristics and attributes that I ascribed to I, they changed. One time I was a student. Another time I was a businessman. Another time I was a sadhu. Another time I was a... Doesn't matter. What I was kept changing, but I didn't change. I'm always with me. Ad nauseum. <laughs> so, if... The identification of I has an attribute or a quality or a qualification or a definition. The definition is the quality of mind and the identification of I is the quality of ego. Yes, please, Sheila. So what is the relationship of mind to consciousness? M Consciousness is the screen upon which mind reflects itself. Consciousness is aware of the activities of mind. Consciousness is Purush. Mind is Prakriti. Consciousness is Shiva. Mind is Shakti. Shiva is consciousness. He never changes. But the reflections of mind, the re manifestations of energy are constantly changing. So the Prakriti is always changing. And Purush is always the same. And that's their relationship. Purush is Asat. He has no individual existence. Prakriti is Sat. She has every manifestation in the world and she changes her form at will. So that's their relationship. I have a question from last night. Yes, please. One of the names of Shiva is he was the possibilities of the soul. 
Yes. What are the possibilities of the soul? <laughs> what are not the possibilities of the soul? What is impossible to the soul? If this matter and energy and consciousness pervade every atom of existence, and the soul is one with consciousness, then what is impossible for the soul? Nothing. Everything the soul can think, can manifest, can reflect, can illuminate, is possible. The soul is the totality of all the possibilities. So, he who is all the possibilities of the soul, he can become everything. We have a question from Chandana. Namaste, Chandana Ma! How do we learn what is God's desire when we are considering a decision? Become as still as you possibly can. And if that doesn't come to you as an illumination, then ask your guru. Actually enter into a relationship with your guru and the Guru is Brahma, the Guru is Vishnu, the Guru is the Deva Maheshwara. The Guru is Sakshat Brahma, is actually the Supreme Divinity. If you don't know what to do and you're still confused, then ask Srima. I'll give you her number. We have a question from Ambika in Princeton. Namaste Ambika, Namaste Shyam. Pranam. Please tell us about Kshamashwa. How do we forgive others? How do we forgive ourselves? And when would we ask God for forgiveness? Thank you. I am asking God for forgiveness by taking her off the altar. I put her on the altar. I established life in her. I put her there so I could serve her. And then I went and did everything that I did the whole day long just to de demonstrate the sincerity of my love for her. And now I'm taking her back into my heart and I'm saying I'm done with my day's labors. Kshamsha, please forgive me. I'm begging forgiveness because I'm, I'm going to clean up the altar now and get ready for the next puja. Now, I, now I'm going to start the night shift. So you forgive me for ending the day shift and allow me to start the night shift. And this is the Davy Munder. It goes 24-7. <laughs> so we, we just started over again. I get to, but I'm asking her to please forgive me and I'm asking all of life to please forgive me for anything. Aparada Sahasrani. I do thousands of stupid things every day. All of that, God is please forgive. Oh, may you be so gracious. Please forgive it all. All I can do, Ambika, is beg for, to be forgiven and to try to forgive others the way I will want to be forgiven. We have a question from Nanda in San Jose. Namaste, Nandama. Does, does performing puja versus pot versus ahoma versus other types of sadhana yield different results? Yes. What decides our choice of sadhana at a given time and which is the best sadhana? They are all the best. <laughs> That's not fair. Do I love your left hand or do, you, do I love your right hand? <laughs> 
my goodness, Nanda, I love all of you, but I'm going to do Puja Pat Homa Sangeet Nrita Pravachan Arpanam every day, all four kinds of karma yoga. Siddhanta Chara, I'm going to do every day, all four kinds. It's not that one is better than the others. It's not that one is more powerful or yields greater fruit. They all yield a slightly different fruit. You get a different flavor of communion when you sit in one asana and draw a map with flowers and do meditation on how I put my awareness in the center of the Atyantra. Then you get when you're standing up and dancing and ringing the bells and showing her all the wonderful things that you brought for her, dancing the arati. Different bhava, different feeling, different flavor, different fruit. All of them put together make a holistic spiritual practice. And when you become holistically spiritual, then everything you do in life is part of the puja. It's not about the practices. The practices are valuable only so far as they remind us that we are spiritual beings living a spiritual life. And this is our privilege. Life. Life, yes. Thank you, Sriman. Yes, life. Yeah, it's all about spiritual life, about giving more than we take and not worrying about the rest. Giving the best you can in every circumstance. What is the best thing you can give? Wisdom. Second best thing? Rudraksha. Third best thing? Your soul. <laughs> Your love. Make it all manifest. So figure out what is appropriate in this circumstance. What can I give to enhance all the others in this circumstance? That will be spiritual. And if I do puja every day, I can remember I'm supposed to be a spiritual boy. Be a good boy, Swami. And if I do pot every day, I can remember, oh God, these are the other guys who did the same kind of lifestyle. <laughs> Maybe I should do it too. Be a good boy, Swami. And then if I do homo, oh, I can look at the fire and I can say, oh, I can become one with the light and I am the light and the light is me. Any place I go is where I want to be. I'm a spiritual guy. <laughs> uh, be a good boy, Swami. And then if I start singing and dancing and prancing and jumping up and down and having a good time, I can become the cheerleader in chief. The chief cheerleader for mother's bhavana. Uh, and I can take that bhava, I can take that energy, I can take that holistic spiritual experience into my heart, into my soul. And everywhere I go is where I want to be. And it's not that I have to wait patiently for you, but yeah, I'm having satsang here waiting for you. It doesn't matter what. You'll do, you'll pay attention to me when it's my turn. And in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy the company that I'm with. I'll just enjoy being with divine people in a divine place doing divine things and trying to wait for the clerk to pay attention to me. 
my privilege. And then I'm going to come home and think about what did I do? Oh my goodness, what did I do today? And what did it mean in my life? And how did it change things? And how can I use that knowledge for the upliftment of others? And that's production. And then I'm going to serve others. Let's cook some dinner or make a cup of tea or make a something and feed the troops. And all seven kinds of karma yoga, puja, pot, homa, sangeet, narit, pravachan, and arpanam. All seven kinds of karma yoga, siddhanta, acha. These seven kinds of activities bring us to the state, to the bhava, to the spiritual place where I can be a spiritual they bring me to the cave. They bring me to the mantle over the cave, which is so well decorated. It's got a, it says, welcome. <laughs> so we were in Pushkar a few, a few years ago. I don't remember there. It's only one trip we made to India. Uh, and so we were in Pushkar and we were looking for the Purhut uh, Mandir. The, uh, uh, in Pushkar, it was a Shakti pit. Uh, and uh, it, it, I asked everybody, do you know where Puruhut Mandir is? And they said, no, we never heard of Puruhut Mandir here. I said, I, I've got it here in the scripture. It says it here in the list of 108 Shakti Pitas in the Devi Bhagavatam. So we wander around and from temple to temple and temple. We got outside of town and we're in this old, dilapidated, funky, dirty, scrungy temple that was really old and nobody had worshipped there in a long time and it was filled with poop and doop and all kinds of other nefarious characters and we walk in and over the door it says Puruhut. <laughs> so mom grabbed a broom and we started to sweep and we started to dust and we started to clean and then she sent back to town and brought flowers and fruits and sweets and we puja in the Puruhut temple which nobody knew about because it had been forgotten it was off the beaten path over the doorway well decorated the doorway to the cave where the secret of the goddess always dwells remember when you open up the doors to the secret first you put on the kabach and then you open the deadbolt lock the orgel and then you, you open the, the key, the kilikam, and then the doors to the secret open up. And you get to look into the cave where the secret is hidden. Or Tarki Chaka you did. <laughs> <laughs> Joy Chandi JJ. Yes, please. We have a question from Rami in Bangalore. Namaste, Rami, mommy. Is our goal to be in the stillness of Purusha and to not go up and down with Prakriti? Hmm. In the stillness of Puja or stillness Pur of Purusha? Purusha. Ah, in the stillness of Purusha. Rami, mommy, we are both. We are comprised of Purusha and Prakriti. And always we want to maintain the center of Purush. And every now and then we get excited when we sing a song and we, we allow our pure nature and our true nature to come. And we get excited and enthusiastic and encharged with energy by the activities that we are performing. So we want to do both. We are the children of mother and father. 
As the children of mother, we're going to get the fruit of our karma. As the children of father, we get the opportunity to change it if we desire. We can make a sankalpa, we have a free will. We will get the fruit of our karma, but we can change it if we want. Yes, we are not linear characters. We are three-dimensional, four-dimensional characters. Well, uh, some, there are some really big characters around here. And you, you, when you look at the character of an individual, it's multi-dimensional. And sometimes we maintain the stillness and the centeredness and the, the unity of the Father. A purush. And sometimes we get enthusiastic and excited and challenged and invigorated by the possibilities of making manifest the dynamism of Prakriti. You are both. We are all both. So let's not confine ourselves and say, well, I'm only going to be uh, dispassionate and I'm going to be a Vedantin. I'm only going to be in the unity and oneness of Brahma. No, I want to live life too. I want to witness, but I want to enjoy it. I want to be an enjoyable witness. <laughs> I got to have fun doing it too. So it's both. It's not just one. And I, I re reject the imposition of one philosophy of life upon us. We are dynamic beings. And it is, sometimes... It is not possible. <laughs> it's not possible even to try. Even to try, I'm only the, the silent witness. I will not be passionate about anything. Did you get passionate about your wife? <laughs> of course you did. That's why you married her. Uh, I, yeah, of course you did. There's nothing wrong with being passionate about your wife. The wrong part is when you're passionate about his wife. <laughs> then you're going to get in trouble. You're passionate about your wife. There's no problem. I, I'll bet she likes it. <laughs> she appreciates that. Huh. There's nothing wrong with being passionate. It's just misdirected passion that's going to get us into trouble. The function of discrimination is to tell me where I can get passionate and where I better behave myself. <laughs> yes, please. We have a question from Julia. Namaste, Julia Ma. The excellent circle of deities. Yes. When it appeared earlier in this, in this book, we were placing petals or rice on, with mantras on the yantra. And the next time it appears, we're putting rice into the fire as we say these mantras. Is this the correct understanding? What is the purpose of the circle appearing twice in this worship? Well, first we establish them, and then we acknowledge them. So what we were saying originally was, Om Burbu Vasvaha Brahmani Namaha Brahmam Avahayami Stapayami I invite you, I invoke you, and I establish you on my yantra. And now we're saying, Brahmade Namaha Swaha, thanks for coming. Sombaya Namaha Swaha, I bow to you, thanks a lot for coming. I'm saying thank you to the entire entourage that came with God as I invoked her to come into my yantra and to come into my fire and to come into my heart. And she brought all the other freeloaders with her. She brought that Swami character who's going to eat every time she's invited to dinner. 
She brought all the other entourage, the members of her, her party, to come along with her. Funny thing, you send one invitation to Lord Shiva, and 57 other deities have to be fed. <laughs> you think it's cheap to take care of the Divine Mother? Think again, Julia. Be careful who you invite. Better you invite Gautam or Adaitya. Ah, they'll, they'll come running. <laughs> By themselves, they'll come running. <laughs> A free meal. <laughs> and I don't have to cook. Uh, if you invite Mother, she's going to bring 57 deities in the Sarvabhadra Mandala. And then you've got to feed them and invoke them and invite them and establish them and let them sit down and give them all a seat and give them all some, wash their feet and give them some, a dollar and give them a buck and give them something to eat and a cloth. It's not easy being a devotee of the Divine Mother. But if you in, in, invite them and invoke them and establish them, then you want to say, I bow to you. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate your presence. And that's why we do it twice and three times and four times and five times. We have a question from Lori in Calgary. Yes, Lori, namaste. I'm making such a conviction to spirituality, to the soul within, included in a holistic view of, a, of human beings and life. My heart is yearning for this and is becoming less and less satisfied with life and circumstances without recognition of the soul within our work and relationships. How will Shiva help us on this path? Lori, what will happen ultimately is as you increase your spiritual practice, as you increase your puja and pot, as you increase your sadhana, there is a corresponding decrease in the amount of worldly attachment and the amount of worldly interaction that you are required to perform. It's just a fact of nature. If you sit for longer and stronger and brighter and lighter and more dynamic meditations for more time, there will be a corresponding decrease in the amount of worldly interaction that you are required to perform until one day people are going to come and say they'll knock on your door and there won't be anyone home they'll say oh my god this guy's useless remember some people are good for some things other people good for other things sadhus are good for nothing they just become useless characters so, Lori, as you increase your spiritual discipline, there will be, there's only 24 hours in a day. If you spend 8 hours, 10 hours, 12 hours of those 24 sitting in an asan putting flowers at the feet of a, of a clay statue, somebody's going to say, this lady fell off the deep end and we don't need her to work for us anymore. You're fired! As Donald Trump would say. <laughs> Uh, and once you get fired, nature is going to pick up, is going to increase the support of people who are no longer supporting themselves. They're supporting others. As you are giving to the world, so the world will give to you. There is no doubt. 
as you are efficiently and effectively inspiring and, and creating and giving to the world, the world is going to give to you. Nature will support you. Now you can't just say, "Well, I've decided I'm going to give to the, uh, I'm going to give up everything and be a sadhu." The world won't support you. But as you slowly and increase your, you slowly, deliberately increase the amount and intensity of sadhana that you're doing, your contribution to the world will increase accordingly. And the way the world supports you will change. You won't need to look for a paycheck every Friday. In fact, you won't know where it's coming from. Only you know that you don't miss a meal unless you make an effort. <laughs> and that's how it works. If you increase your spiritual giving, the world is going to support you more and more and empower you to do what you're doing. We have a question from Rick Aramdas. Namaste Rick Aramdas! Pranam. One of the names of Shiva is he who has a thousand heads, faces, feet, and arms, but another is he who has a hundred tongues. Why only a hundred tongues, but a thousand feet, faces, and arms? <laughs> well, you can count them all if you like, but Sahasra Shirshapurur Shaha, Sahasraksha, Sahasrapat. But he has a hundred tongues because he speaks like Shapakru. Uh, Shatakru was the name of Indra. He had a hundred eyes. Uh, to, it meant, it meant, Reka, that he, he, he has so many tongues you can't count them. Every, he speaks through every mouth. Every vibration is the voice of Shiva. These are not literal numbers. They are not cardinal numbers that you have to memorize for mathematics text. These are figurative numbers meaning a month. Hori anantha, hori kotha anantha. Now, does that mean that there's a finite number of stories about God? No, it means it's infinite. <laughs> you can't count it. So the same thing, a hundred tongues is a figurative, uh, it's not literal, it's a figurative expression, meaning every vibration is his vibration. Every word is his word. We have a question from Ekatmananda. Namaste, Ekatmananda. Hi, Ekatmananda. Is it safer to worship Vishnu because he is Trigunatit and is fast to forgive, whereas Shiva gets angry more easily? No. No, that's Bakwas. Uh, it's, uh, it's not safer to worship one god or another god. What's safest is to maintain vigilance over your motivation. Why are you what motivates you to worship? Why are you performing this worship is more important than whom you are worshiping or, or, or how you are worshiping. What do you want to get? Is this a transactional worship? Are you looking for a return on your investment? Are you looking for, is this a deal? I want to negotiate with God. Okay, God, come on over here. I'm going to give you this much attention and these many mantras and this many ablations in exchange for which I would like, and here's my list. And if it's transactional, you're in trouble. No matter who you worship. 
But if you say, God, I love you, oh, God, do I love you. What a privilege to be in love. What a joy to share my love. What, how I look forward to being in love with you and sharing my love with you. It, it doesn't matter what form of God you worship. God comes in every form and says, hey, kids, I like that. I'm pleased with you. And we are with them. And we are with them. We're becoming like that. Wow. Thank you. Om Sam Saraswati Namaha. Namaste.